All right. Thank y'all listeners for tuning in. Kings, queens, and anyone in between. This is Spiritual Advisory Podcast with Marcus and Myra. So we just kind of got done chopping up like a really, really big but broad topic in our post-recording. And I'm going to pass it on to Myra and she's going to let you know what's what. Hey, everybody. So today we wanted to like bring it back to some really basic things, right? Recently, I have been getting a lot of questions about what is the difference between spirituality and religion? Like people have asked me like, oh, well, you know, I thought they were kind of like the same thing. So what what is the difference? And so even with this example that I'm about to give you guys, it's still, I feel like someone else could have their own definition, right? So I just want to be clear about this, that mine isn't like... <laughs> mosaic font or something like that like it's if you want to take it take it if not that's fine but what I find and from my experience right because everything is 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 from the perspective of someone's experience spirituality is an individual thing so what I mean by that is that people experience depths of spirituality on like different levels, depending on where you are in your life, what's going on in your life, the amount of healing that you need to have, how deep you want to go into your connection with source, your ancestors, guides, angels, all of that stuff. Or if you just want to keep it cute and casual and just be like, you know, um, I'm here, God, thanks. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Whatever, whatever version of that is what you want, then that's what you want because it's an individual experience. It's, it's it's tailored for the individual. It's not like a group set thing. Like there's no group objective, right? Other than like connectivity, right? To, to other human beings and to other life. That's really, that's really the only group goal that we share is like love and connectivity, which I mean, I can't say only like those things are small because they're major, right? But I mean, in terms of like, if we were to put it on like, a bulletin board, right? Those would be our two group objectives is oneness and, and love. And so with religion, growing up in church, I always felt like um, it wasn't for me. It wasn't about me. It was it was someone telling me what I needed to do. So it was always being um, spoken at um, and not and not spoken to. And it felt that the entire thing was like a group experience. Like, okay, everybody in this room needs to do these set of things in order to get to this destination. And if you don't do them, if you go off the path and, and want to do your own thing and not listen to me, the person that's ordained, then you're on your own, sis. And it it kind of felt like a fear tactic, to be honest. And it just never felt for me, again, for me, it never felt like it was feeding the individual in me, right? Like I said, I can understand the group thing, right? And especially if we're thinking about it like in terms of, and I just thought about this, like in terms of a group goal, right? So let's say your group goal is to open up a community grocery store where let's say nothing is over $10, right? And so you guys have to figure out, okay, well, we have to come up with a, with a, with a set of rules. And these are the rules that we're going to follow in order to get our group to be able to have this business in this particular area so that everyone can benefit from it. I can apply that same exact example to religion. Like there's a, a place you want to get to and there's a group that needs to go there because, you know, the rapture happens. There's a group, everyone go in a group, but you gotta, you gotta stick by these rules in order for everybody to benefit from, from this thing. Right. Well, not everybody. Cause you know, it's on an individual basis. Y'all know what I mean, but um, yeah. So that's how I feel. And I feel like a lot of times when um, like, let's say you're on a, like a dating app, right. And they ask you for your religious preference and you put spiritual that could go that is a very broad term and so I feel like a lot of times people get confused and they don't really necessarily know what that means or like so what does that mean you believe in do you not believe in anything do you like dance around in the forest with trees not saying there's anything wrong with that if you do it because I love trees but or do you like are you on Ouija boards or like do you just wake up and say thank you God for letting me wake up peace, peace, and you go about your day. So I think 
just kind of like defining those for people that are like at the very beginning of their journey. And when I say very beginning, I mean, like, you don't even know if you're religious or spiritual, or maybe you don't even know if God exists, or you just kind of like, I don't know what's, I know there's, there's something maybe, but how do I kind of define this and like walk down this path? What do I do? So that's kind of, I guess, the intro into this conversation. What do you think, Mark, Marcus? So definitely my experience has been complete. Well, it's it's definitely different. I'll say that. I'll say that. And the reason of why my experience within this has been different, Sim the similarities are there. So it's like I was raised within a church setting. Um, I think the major difference that I've experienced was instead of being spoken at, I was maybe, maybe I had the opportunity of being spoken to. So that's maybe where that major difference lies within. Mm -hmm. And while, and while you were saying all of that, it was just allowing me to like, kind of go back into time and remember of, well, for those who know me and those who don't, like my family, they have um, very, very deep ties within uh, church, within my community. My grandfather was a pastor. My dad's a deacon, uncle's a trustee. So I guess you could say like I'm a grand baby of um, the church that I go to. But me in there. <laughs> yeah, saying, saying all of that to get to this, to get to this roundabout is... So for me, I'm like the duality of it because it's like, yes, I'm religious, but I am also spiritual. And I and I know and like we talked in pre-recording, like we've we've discussed on that and the differences between it. And um just to kind of say it lightly and to say it in a short term, right? So like Myra was saying, spirituality is an individual feeling, setting, mood, vibe, however you want to go about it. Now, where religion ties in as like what she was saying on a group functioning setting, that group functioning setting is when it's not the message of what the pastor is saying, yet it's the message of let's get more people to follow. That's where religion becomes really a group setting because it's not necessarily what the pastor is up on the altar and saying that very Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon or whatever. It's more of, hey, we have a concept. We have an idea. Let's get a bunch of people to also share in this. So that's where it really becomes a group setting. Now, that's not to say that religion as of like, okay, me and myself, and this is this is where I get kind of separated from it. So the connection that I have with God, that is between me and God. My pastor can't sit there and tell me what's what, because all I have to do is be like, well, God, you know what? Let me just meditate and let me sit and let me actually think and be in tune with you. And then I can get the answer. I don't necessarily need a sermon. I do like hearing sermons sometimes. I don't really like church music, but hey, like that's just a part of being in the building. Mm -hmm. But for me, the connection that I have between God and myself, that's something that no pastor, no ordained minister, deacon, nobody can take that away from me. Same goes with spirituality. The connection that I have with universe, God, it, it, for me, it ties all in one into the same. And what ties it together, what puts it in that, like, what puts that little neat bow on it is faith. Because when you have faith, can't nobody, you can be in a dark room. And and I do this, actually, because I'm, I'm really, really good at, like, kind of navigating in the dark. So I can be in a dark room. And as long as I have faith to like, okay, what I put right there is still going to be there. And when I reach out and touch it, even though I can't see, I know I'm going to have it in my hand. Mm -hmm. That's having faith and awareness of, okay, 
boom, I can reach out and grab it and it's going to be, it's going to manifest or I can feel it and I can be like, yep, that is what I put right there. Boom. That's faith. So when you have that amount of faith, nobody can rearrange or tell you different or persuade you into feeling or thinking. And I think that's where maybe a lot of, um, because I've, I've spoken to a lot of people and that's where they have negative um, views and connotations on church is that, well, you know, my pastor says that if I don't follow this to a T, then, you know, I'm damned to hell or I'm um, whatever, like a, a shame upon my family or whatever. And it's like, yeah, those are fear tactics and no one should be manipulated by fear tactics. But if you have the faith and understanding like, hey, you know what? Universe God is a forgiving uh, entity that knows like, hey, you know what? I have human choices out here in this big, vast world and I can be forgiven. And it's like, who's going to who's going to really tell you like, OK, well, you're you're damned to hell for eternity. So. Getting back onto the subject of where the differences really lie, I think that's where the difference is, especially between like a group setting and an individual setting, is that churches, religious organizations, better to say organizations, because that's yeah. what they are yes. at the very end of the day, they are wired and built to say, hey, we're a small group now, but if we convince others to follow this cause, we will grow. And from that growth, we need more. And then from that other growth of more, we, you know what, we're, we're going to still need some more. So, yeah. but with spirituality, and that's why, like, I, I say, like, I've been very blessed to have the other flip side of the coin of where I was spoken with, and I had conversations, and I was able to not just see the person being like, okay, follow 10 commandments, all right, see you next Sunday. But they would actually sit with me and be like, well, you know what? Hey, are you having trouble with this area? And well, let me give you some advice. And let me tell you like how it was when I was your age. And, you know, so I, I was blessed to have that. And you're blessed, to have, you're blessed to have relationships within the church. That's what it sounds like. You were blessed to have relationships. And it wasn't just a a kind of like information dump session and then it's over and then everyone goes, you know, downstairs mm -hmm. to eat or or right. whatever it was. That yeah, I was a big difference. Yeah, because I was able to actually have interactions with these people and actually see them live what they were telling me. Mm -hmm. And when I had questions and when I felt confused, like, well, wait, like, like how how can I go through this? But then boom, I get to see um the actual preacher, a wonderful guy, Reverend Billy, actually lived this life that he was telling me about. And I got to see it through my father and um, my mother, grandparents, and various other members within that church community. But um, yeah, it is it is a very different setting when somebody tells you, okay, do this, and then you don't get to see them do it. And you're like, well, wait, how? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, yeah. Tell, like, say that one more time. But no, no, I'll see you next Sunday. But wait, I, I need the information for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's a very, very different set. So I agree with you 100 percent on that. Definitely like seeing seeing what they're preaching and and seeing that like that term practice what you preach, seeing that done in an actual life being a living example for the people that you're. I guess you can say leading. Um mm -hmm is very important, right? But mm -hmm. I think that that is, again, that's like on a very individual level, right? Um, yeah. Because that person has to make a choice themselves within themselves to be that example for other people. And they also have to put it in effort to make sure that it's not just a group of people like this group of people consist of individuals that they know that they have like relationships with and that they can talk to. And that if this person is going through something like, you know, they can um, maybe like refer like 
to a passage in the Bible or something like that. Right. So I think a lot of times, like I know, I know with me and like my family, like I've read the Bible plenty of times. There are things in the Bible that I really like. And there are things in the Bible to me that are very contradictory. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like anything that I necessarily don't like. It's more so things that I find to be like extremely contradictory in comparison to like other passages that I read or like just the general idea of like God is supposed to be a forgiving and loving God, how, you know, God is described in the Bible. And then some of the messages were not loving and forgiving. So, you know, there's that. And it just, it never, I never got questions answered. Right. So like if I had questions about things, if I asked too many questions, it was always, oh, well, you're being disrespectful to God, but God made me this way. God knew I was inquisitive as hell. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't, I don't know about that. And then like, I mean, if you can't, if you can't give me the answer, just say that. Yeah. Just say that. Just say you don't know because there's nothing wrong without, with that. It's nothing wrong um, with admitting that you don't know because we're human beings and we don't know everything. That's why life is a constant learning process. Like you're constantly learning all the time. Um, mm -hmm. But that wasn't my experience. I was just told that I was disrespectful and, um, and I was told this stuff as a child. And so it just, it alienated me um, from that. And also I just think that I don't have a group mindset. Like uh, when I say a group mindset, I mean like, I'm not going along with shit if I can't ask questions. Like it, mm -hmm. that's just not, it, it's not happening. If something don't feel right, I'm gonna ask. And if there's an issue with that, then maybe I shouldn't be in this group because mm -hmm. I can't get my questions answered. And so I I feel like I feel like that that is a very distinctive difference because with spirituality, I'm not dependent on someone else to to provide me with these answers. It's it's like like having like a middleman, right? So like I, let's say this is religion, right? And this is so this is religion on path A and this is spirituality on path B, right? With religion, there's you there's this middle individual, maybe some other folks, and then there's God, right? And then with spirituality, it's you and God. And that's just it. There's no one in the middle. It's your relationship that you have to that that you have to build with God, that you have to tend with, that you have to, that you have to manicure that garden and make sure that it's fed and nourished and all of these other things. So you you are getting like that hands-on experience, right? You 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 you're experiencing God firsthand, but I felt like with religion that was not the case. There was always this intermediary between that, and that is I feel like that is the biggest distinctive difference between the two. So whenever someone says to me like, "Oh well, well, what is the difference between the two? Because I don't really understand. If you're spiritual and you believe in God, and you're religious and you believe in God, then there is no difference." And there is a difference. It's not a difference in the what, it's a difference in the how. That is the difference. It's a difference in the how you are, how are you connecting, right? Am I connecting through a second party and then I'm connecting God or am I, or am I just going straight to God? And I think for, for me anyways, I don't know about for you, but for me, that's, that's the major difference. And that's how I, that's how I kind of like, describe it to people if they ask me like well what the heck is the difference anyway mm -hmm. i mean yeah that's that's definitely it's a it's a good definition i suppose like if i had to describe it uh difference wise mm -hmm. all right so it's like, like for me religion is it's taking the it's taking the teachings right because mm -hmm. that's one of the main things with religion is it's teaching you now i'm not sure what various religion like because i know there's buddhism and hinduism um so many isms yet, <laughs> yet, it's like in so many entities christianity and god knows however many entities are out there insanity but again <laughs> again like it's 
the teachings. So for me, and here's a perfect example, and I and I think and I swear, I swear I've I've said this before, but I'll say it again. So let's say that I'm going through something like in my uh boom. All right, lost my job. Um, and within losing my job, it's like, okay, I'm sitting there like, all right, my finances are low and I've lost my job. And what the teachings with religion are going to help remind me the, and, and I think this is where like, I put the divide between religion and spirituality or faith. I call it faith. So those teachings remind me like, Hey, I'm going to go through hard times, but I still need to be uh, gracious to God. I still need to have gratitude. I still need to be able to get up and face the day and be like, you know what? God made this day for me. And I'm not going to have a whole pity party because I lost my job and my finances are low. I still need to be able to be myself. I still need to be able to give God praise. And I still need to be able to be a functioning human being out here. That's what the teachings within religion help. And that's kind of where I divide that because I do, I look at, uh, I said it, I said it at meaningful conversations. I said, religion for me is like martial arts. There are plenty of martial arts out there. Mm -hmm. You can do Kung Fu, you can do um, Bushido, you can do uh, Judo. It doesn't matter what form of martial arts that you do. The form of martial arts, the reason for martial arts is to prepare yourself, whether if you're being attacked or whether you need to defend yourself. That's the point of martial arts. Similar to the point of religion, religion is being able to prepare yourself for whatever challenges life faces at you. Now, how you go about those life challenges that I think that's kind of where religion kicks in, kind of similar to where I said it's like, okay, if you're going through some kind of a struggle within your life and you have some kind of like, whether that's family teaching or religious teaching, somebody kind of teaches you like, hey, you still need to get up. You still need to like give a fight out there. You still need to like hold yourself still and be like, hey, even though it's not fine right now, it is going to be fine. Yeah. Spirituality is like that connection as what you were saying. Like those are those are the prayers. Those are the conversations with God. Those are feeling peace, inner peace, um, having gratitude. See, and that's kind of where for me it meshes together because it's like without spirituality or what I call faith, without faith, then religion is pointless because it's like, one, I have to believe like, yeah, God does have me. God is, you know, protecting me. God, even though I may face these challenges, God is like, you know what? Hey, I'm still looking down on you. You all right. You're breathing. You're still here. You still got functions. You still got your right mind. You're going to get through this. Just, hey, just accept the test. Take the test. Pass it. I'm going to see you on the other side. Now, religion is like, hey, like that's me preparing for the test. Like, hey, you know what? I am going to go through hard times. I am going to be like, I might stumble up. I might, you know, stray the path. But I know that, hey, like, I can get back on track. And I know like, hey, like even if I do fall and fail, like it's all right. It's not the end of the world. And that's where it's like, boom, I kind of mesh the two because Without faith for me or spirituality, religion is pointless. So it's like I have to be consecrated um, within my faith, spirituality, to know like, hey, these teachings that I've been taught do have a purpose. And to also remind myself that the teachings I have been taught shouldn't overcompass what me and God have. Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times when people, they get caught up in, oh, did you hear what the pastor said? Oh, did you see the pastor looking at me? Oh, I sung the best this morning and nobody could. Yeah, it's the it. politics of it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. don't let what you're being taught and don't let like the group efforts overshadow really what's meaningful is the inner connections that you have, whether that's God, universe, whatever you want to call it, source. So it's like, don't let what you're taught over 
basically just like overshadow the real personal, the real intimate side of it. So that's that's what I would um kind of classify as like the differences for me. So right. do you feel like do you feel like spirituality is religion minus the organization? No. And and the only reason I say no is because all right, religion as like what I kind of said, it's 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 a lesson. Spirituality for me is more like it's felt. So mm -hmm. to kind of maybe explain that in a in a I don't know why spirit wanted me to say parable for some hot reason. I don't know. But okay. So let's say, oh, perfect example. All right. So like I I've been looking for these uh, blankets to match my little uh, Jaguar pillows. And I was like, you know what? It's like, I know it's out there somewhere for the right price. I don't, I don't know when I'm going to find it. I don't know when I'm going <laughs> to see it, but I'm going to see it. And I'm going to be like, boom, I got to get these. Found it. Um, and, and this took me about like four days of just scouring and scrolling. And I was like, boom, oh, I found it. All right, saved it. Boom. For me, that's just faith. Cause it's like, I knew it's out there. I don't know where it is, mm -hmm. but it is. And it's like, as long as I stay dedicated, as long as I keep like, you know what it is, it is, it is. Yeah. I don't like that one. It don't look right, but uh, I know it. I, I just gotta, I just gotta keep scrolling, scrolled for about four days and boom, found it. Now, religion, which is the teaching aspect. So that's like, that's like being able to spend money without like spend, overspending for me. So that's the, re that's the religion aspect. And, and Wait, I see, I see your face kind of like, what? Okay, like, so right. Explain that, explain that. All right. So just like I had the faith that the pillows were out there, right? Uh-huh. Now, religion for me, is teaching is like it's it's like that how to say it's like it's like it's like a motherly or a fatherly figure being like all right don't spend too much yeah it is it's like so so you see the pillow and it's like oh snap okay i got the pillow or i got the covers or whatever then it's like i see it and then it's like okay now you check the price of it and it's like hmm all right well let me make sure i don't overspend because it's like if i overspend spend what I don't have then it's like I just I did all that searching for nothing and I'm gonna come out in the red so religion is like like hey be aware be aware that things are out there that these evils are out there or be aware that like hey like everything ain't gonna be sunshine and rainbows so religion is just that teaching of like, hey, be aware, be have that mental capacity to know like, yeah, you may get stumbled up. Yeah, you may trip up, but you're going to be OK. Just know the faith that you have or realize the faith that you have and then remember these lessons. It's kind of similar to like how. Or maybe in a better analogy would be like, all right, like religion for me is kind of like my grandma's telling me, don't touch that stove. It's okay. like, even though I want to, yeah, even though I want to touch it, and it's like, no, nah, that stove is hot. Don't touch that stove. That's kind of religion for me. But faith is just having that inner knowing, even when I don't know, or even when I can't see it, even when I can't materialize it just then and yet, that is like, hey, it is out there. And as long as I stay determined, as long as I keep this connection pure, then it it I will find it. I, it will materialize. It will manifest. So that's hopefully somebody understood that. But yeah. Like so, it's that. so now I have another question. Um, mm -hmm. So. Do you associate faith just with uh, religion or do you associate faith with spirituality or is it a totally separate thing like on its own? No, on that note. Because I think we have to just like kind of 
clarify that for well, you. faith is more spirituality based especially you, from think it's really, you don't think that it's like because i i remember in church like them always saying like oh you you know you got to have faith in god and you know what that like you know what you're going through blah, blah blah have faith you know know that god won't uh what was the thing they said god won't give you any more than you can handle um you got to have faith so i remember faith being like talked about a lot uh, when i was a kid in church um even a teen even as a teenager i remember that but i i think like i understood right what the word faith meant but i guess i didn't really like understand it until I started until I started going down uh, like a more spiritual path um and that's when it really became like an intrinsic understanding of what it meant it wasn't just like oh you know how you read a word in the book and maybe you don't really understand the word but like there's context clues so it helps you get like a general understanding of what the word means but then when you get to know that word on an intimate level, it means something very different. And that's how I feel like, I feel like faith can be applied to both, but the way that you experience it is going to be different because faith is just kind of like, oh, you have to have faith. You have to have faith in this and that and this. But then when you get into spirituality, it's like, okay, faith means that you are truly trusting in the divinity of God. Like the entire process, you don't question, you know, what's bad, what's good. Like nothing is really bad or good. It just is what it is. And it's up to us to go through that experience and learn the lessons, get the blessings or whatever it is that we're supposed to discover throughout that. It's a discovery process. And the face part comes in is that, you know, that maybe at the at the beginning of the tunnel, it's dark. You don't know what's going on, but you know at the end, you you're gonna come out fine. You'll be fine. It's it's a no. Faith turns into a knowing. That's what it is. It turns into a knowing. Like it's just not faith anymore. Like I know it's concrete. I don't need no evidence to back it up. I know this. I know this in my bones. I know this on a cellular level, and it it changes. It grows. It becomes so much like deeper and it's not just an abstract concept. The feeling of faith or the understanding of faith from religion no longer is a concept. It is it is something that you deeply know, that you experience, that that you just know. Like I don't I don't really I don't really have the words that I can think of right now because I feel like it's more of a feeling. Um, of just knowing like you just know you don't know how you're going to get through something you don't you're not questioning the steps of in between you just know it's like when it's like when let's say for instance if I say oh I'm going to I'm going to get married this year right let's say I say that I'm going to get married this year and let's say I'm single I don't even have a boyfriend right but I just know this right I just know this I can't explain to someone else how I know this. All I know is that I know it. And at the end of the year, that's what's going to happen. And it's, I think that's beyond faith. I, I think, I think that's beyond faith because faith is like this, un, un, this thing, this concept that's just kind of like floating in faith and da da da. But then when it, when it transforms and, and like this spiritual nature to just knowing it's, that's concrete. I don't feel like faith gets that concrete. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I disagree. Cause it's like, I feel that faith is concrete. Personally. Like, I feel like when you're that rooted within faith, it doesn't matter what somebody says. It doesn't matter. Like, all right. Just like the example that you gave, so you gave like, okay, I'll be married at the end of the year. Somebody says, how do you know that? And he says, I don't. Or or he says, I look, I don't know how it's going to happen. All I know is it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're like, okay. But you're like, well, hey, you don't have to believe. Like, I, I just feel that faith is that concrete. I feel that 
you know, there's some people just loosely use the word faith, and it's definitely yeah. sometimes, unfortunately, usually yeah. used within a religious organizational setting. And 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 then you got to also kind of take back and realize like that companies also because they they know yeah. that they're out there for the dollar and they'll just be like oh let's put faith on a poster let's That's put faith true. on an art piece like, i mean it's, it's it's on the american dollar mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. it's like i think people just loosely use the word but like just like you were saying it's a knowing like same example when i'm there in the dark and i can't see but i know hey this thing is right there. I'm going to reach out and grab it. When I reach out and grab it, it's in my hand. That's faith. That's knowing that, hey, it's there. <laughs> it's, it's there. You think we're basically talking about the same thing, but just using different words? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, I don't necessarily agree, but I'll still take that. Um, because I do feel like we're talking about the same thing but i personally do feel like like you said because faith can be used so interchangeably because it it's it has kind of become like a buzzword so to speak it doesn't hold i feel like sometimes it doesn't hold the same type of the same type of integrity and and, and it feels like um like you know when someone says to you like um oh you have to have unshakable faith. So if you have to have unshakable faith, that means at some point that your faith is shakable, which means that it's not as concrete as we would like to think. But let's say if I read a book, right? And I know this information from the book. There's no, I know this. Like I know my name. I know this. I know what my name is. I don't have faith that my name is Tamira. I know that my name is Tamira. So I don't know. That's I'm kind of I'm still kind of on the fence about that. I kind of feel like we're talking about the same thing, but also I kind of feel like eh, there's differences. But I don't know that, that maybe we could put that as a poll and we can ask listeners like to, for them to give us their perspective as well. I think this would be like a great um, a great time to have like uh, listener feedback. What do you, I think I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. Like, like, uh, I just feel, if anything, that, uh, how to say it, how to say it, like, so, I think what happens is, because there's fact, and then there's knowing, or what some people would call faith, or, um, and what happens is it's not that it's not that faith isn't fact it's only it's only recognized as truth when it materializes or happens right because even though i know that yes like it's going to happen it hasn't happened yet but it is going to happen boom the snap that it happens the snap that it materializes oh well, they were right. So it's like, then it, it's it's that split second or however long it takes to become materializes. Yeah, when it materializes, which makes it fact. Because there's still that weird process of, okay, I know what's happening. I have the knowing. Like, I know my name. Yet, once it materializes, that's where faith becomes fact in in a sense. So, I mean, yeah, like like I think that it would be interesting to kind of see a poll. But yeah, like to for me, I feel that knowing and faith, especially, and and it's funny, it's funny that how you like mentioned like, well, you got to have unshakable faith. Whoever that person is or was told that they know that their faith is shakable like they or they or they should at least maybe have an understanding like because it's like i feel if you don't have unshakable faith and and again this all really ties back to being individualistic right because mm -hmm. what faith is for me is 
definitely going to be different for somebody hearing this and listening to this. And they're probably like, oh, my, what, what's unshakable faith? It's, <laughs> it's, it's faith, but it's like there's levels, there's layers to this. Because just because I'm able to reach out something in the dark and boom, it's there in my hands doesn't mean that like somebody might kind of have to wave their arm around and be like, oh, oh wait, wait, is it, and, and pat around and feel for it. Mm-hmm. But as long as I think, as long as you're reaching out there, and I think that's where faith, spirituality, these words, I think the underlying thing, which we all really have to like kind of realize and we can agree on is it does take action, right? Because just for like spirituality slash faith, it takes the action of being like, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this for me. I I can't do this for my grandma. I can't do this for my parents. No, I got to do this for me. And doing this for me, this is where like the knowing part, I'm going to benefit from this. I don't know how I'm going to benefit, but I can feel it. Like I know it and it's going to happen. So yeah, I think I think all of I think those words, especially those spiritual words, they require action, and and I think that's a very very um it's it's not talked about often, or or at least it's not like glorified in that sense. I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent. I'm really interested to to hear with like others like have to say um about this because this is not the first time I've had like a conversation about that um when it comes to like I guess like words that are used in, in interchangeably between someone that is religious or someone that is spiritual right like me and my uncle had this conversation about um like the words prayer and meditation right to me, prayer is a form, I mean, meditation is a form of prayer. But he said to me, and, and for reference, he's Christian, um, he said to me uh, that, no, they aren't the same thing because the the essence of, of, of praying is, is, different from, is different from meditation. Um, and I, I disagree because I have experienced it whether whether we want to call it i don't know like some like he made prayer seem very like one-sided um like Mm -hmm. like okay i'm just going to get on my knees and and i'm going to um and i'm just going to pray you know to god or i'm going to sit in my car and i'm going to pray to god and but there's no exchange back right where i feel it's like with meditation, you get that exchange back. Maybe you don't get it immediately all the time because maybe sometimes you don't get a download immediately, but you get it. And that that's another word that's different, right? Like in spiritual and spirituality, people use the word use words like download, right? Or uh something like that. And 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 a religious context, that word is not there. It's like maybe replaced with like um spirit is telling me or um what else like i got a message from god or some something along those lines but essentially it's the same exact thing and it's just it's the way that it, it's being interpreted that makes one almost kind of seem like one is up on the pedestal and one is like beneath the other. If you know, if you catch my drift, like I feel like if you know, you know, if you, if, especially like if you had someone speak to you in that way about, oh, well, yeah, prayer or meditation or oh, downloads or whatever. Or, or even when you say the universe, like I, I said that before in a conversation unconsciously, because normally I choose my words wisely when I'm talking to certain people. But unconsciously, I said the word and I was like, yes, yeah, I'm something the universe. And then my uncle was like, the universe doesn't tell you anything. That's God. And I'm just like, God created everything, including the universe. So mm-hmm. I, God God can speak through me through through anything, through a tree, through a person, through 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 anything that God created. God can speak to me through those things. God can speak to me through me because God created me. 
So like, what are you saying? And it, it, I just noticed that it was just, it was very linear. It was a very linear conversation. And it, it was like very, um, it was very restrictive. It was very, um, I felt like I kind of had to like walk on this straight line of things that I could say and things that I couldn't say. Whereas I feel that's how I felt in, in, in a religious standpoint. Whereas with like spirituality, it's, it's openness, it's, it's, it's expressive. And I could say these terminologies and I could say these words and they all essentially mean the same thing, right? Um, because it's all talking about this connection with source, with God. But it's interpreted neg negatively when I say it to someone that is coming from that perspective. From my experience, anyways. I say it like this. I think it really all boils down. And I mean, this this still isn't going to make it like any simplistic or any simpler. But like, I think it really all boils down on who you are talking to and who you are discussing with, right? So, because and to play kind of devil's advocate, because there's there's been instances, you know, of where very spiritualistic people or holistic people or um, people within that realm or in that uh, circle, right? They also kind of have those same tendencies. Of yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. Using specific words, making things feel way up here yeah. and keeping somebody. So I think it really, really all boils down to the soul and the mind of the individual that you're speaking with at that moment. Because one, it's like, just kind of like similar to what you were saying with your uncle, like God made the universe. So why can't the universe speak? to me if that's the relationship that i have with god and god chooses like hey you know what you and the universe communicate very well and hey we're gonna keep that going and mm -hmm. hey you know they keep giving you those downloads which are the same thing as like hey god told me it's yeah. just how you speak it is how you say it so it's like i think it really 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 all depends on uh, the person where they're at in that moment they're understanding because um, understanding takes like see with understanding it's really really a two-way street right because it's like you can and there's been moments where you told me things and it's like I don't really understand it all but I get the rest <laughs> of it and I understand like okay and I'll just kind of sit back and I'll just let you go and say whatever you need to say and I'm just like I'm like all right well I, I get this and I get that and and okay I, I can probably add those two things together and boom I get the I get the subject matter right, right. so it takes it really takes a understanding because per se let's say that I'm a Hindu woman following a Hindu religious mindset right and somebody comes over here and um they're speaking about uh I don't I don't know whatever 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 other religion that uh, you can think of at the moment and I'm just sitting there puzzled like well wait he, he, wait they don't they don't find that sacred but I find this sacred and mm -hmm. yada yada and then I'm sitting there like well wait I didn't see and this is where I think understanding and remembrance comes in play right I gotta remember and this is and people really really take this and apply it to like apply it to your relationships your friendships because I'm telling you, it's going to make a plethora of a difference, right? So this is where spiritual maturity comes in, because I have to realize what's important for me is not going to be important for that other person. No matter how much I want it to be important for that other person, I still have to humble myself and be like, you know what? It's okay that they don't find what I find important. Yes. It's okay that they don't value what I value. And that's perfectly fine. They don't have to do these things because yeah. I value them. And for me valuing it, you know what? It doesn't take, a, it does th them not valuing it does not take away its importance because yeah. it's going to be important. Remember. The value does not diminish just because someone does not agree with your train of thinking. Exactly. It so, does not. Exactly. So I, I think, yeah, like what, what that example you gave, 
it it really it really all depends on because if you have an understanding person they're gonna be like oh download wait oh so that's like god gave you a message oh i get it now okay cool right cool. right oh, now my wait. aunt my aunt she's totally that way right she's mm -hmm. very understanding i can have the same exact i've had the same exact conversations with her and she's a christian and she and she like kind of you know switch the words out like oh okay so that's that and that's that and it's that now there are some things mm -hmm. that she doesn't necessarily like understand or agree with me on um and that's fine like i i don't take it like i don't i never take it personally because this is my personal experience like i can't expect someone to be to be oh yeah well i agree with you and, oh you're right and if i don't do it exactly the way you like no that's that's not what it's about at all and i think that a lot of times people um people they they create their whole identity out of their belief system and mm -hmm. then they think that when someone doesn't agree with them then that means that they're rejecting them as a person and they're not because they're not looking at you as, as this persona that you decided to make yourself. They're looking at you as you. And then your belief is like, you know, the book yeah. bag that you put on, so to, so to speak, right? Or the rain jacket that you put on. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not saying anything negative about you. It's just like, just like me and you, right? We do a podcast together and we have, you have a religious background, like our mindset or, or, or you know, belief, or I don't know, how, however we say the word correctly. Um, but I don't care about that. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't take away from what you have to offer. And I know that what I believe doesn't take away from, doesn't take away from you, you know, vice versa. But I think that's also because we're two very understanding people and we understand that we don't have to believe like literally the exact same thing down to the smallest molecule in order for us to come to like a... A, a shared understanding of something. Um, maybe the verbiage is different, right? Maybe the way that we go about getting to something is a little a little bit different. But at the core of it, mm -hmm. we're both walking that same path. We're just taking two different streets to get there. And I think that that understanding, like you said, it needs to be there. But that also requires, just like you said, spiritual maturity. It, re it, it requires you putting your ego to the side and realizing it ain't about you. Yep. It's not about you. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's that's the thing I find like with religion and um spirituality, right? Like when when it when it when it comes to either or, and that's why I think like we're very fortunate and um like very, very uh I, I I'm always in gratitude for that group of uh meaningful conversations, right? And and I've said it before, like whenever uh, we do Zoom meetings or whenever I'm blessed to make it all the way up there to uh, Harlem, it's like church for me, and it's not church, but it's so much like what I've always envisioned church being just a bunch of people being able to come together and just talk and have conversations and listen to each other and respect each other and be there for each other. And hey, and afterwards, if you're there in person, you get snacks and you get to chill and laugh and be yourself and all of that. So, and it's still a very respectable and spiritual setting. So it's like either if it's a spiritual uh, gathering event or a religious event, make sure that you have good people that you can be yourself with, that you can be comfortable with. Because either or, either or, whatever path that you tend to choose, whatever feels more right for yourself as an individual, either or. Just make sure that you're, if, especially if it's in a group setting, and, and this is where we're going to kind of put the scope on religion, make sure you got good people around you. 
Make sure that you got good people that you're comfortable being yourself with, Mm -hmm. that you can be yourself with and you ain't got to worry about Sally talking about, oh, did you see what Lois so-and-so did? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Make sure Sally ain't there. Make sure that you can be yourself. And how do you do that? You gather around good folk. And that, hey, that may take some time. You may have to go to this church and that church and or or maybe not even go to a church at all. Maybe just have a bunch of people that you can say, hey, you want to say some prayers today? I got some <laughs> things on my mind. Let's just gather together and, you know, boom, let's knock these prayers out. Whatever. Hey, but whatever you do, just gather yourself around good people and people who are willing to understand you and, um, be understanding and also like that are mature spiritual spiritually mature because that is gonna make whoo miles of a difference yes it does it Mm. does um because once once that maturity is is there then i feel like it kind of automatically pushes that ego to the side as well Mm. because you realize oh it's not it's not all about me um and that i don't have to be offended at every turn of the way just because someone doesn't agree with something that i say like that's people are entitled to what they're entitled to like that doesn't it doesn't diminish my value it doesn't take away any of my credibility or beliefs or the way i want to live it literally does nothing Mm -hmm. um and when you realize that it, it puts you in a new space because you're not you're not coming from the perspective of, of of being defensive, you're coming from the perspective of actively listening. Yeah. Yep. And and that makes an incredible difference. And it's just yeah, it just makes an incredible difference in your relationship that you're able to have with people, how you guys um are able to grow your relationship because that ego is not there. And that, that just makes an incredible difference. And I do feel like that's a very individual thing because like I said, like my aunt versus my uncle, the conversations that I'm able to have, even though they're both Christian, right? The conversations mm-hmm. that I'm able to have with them, it, it's incredibly different. Like my, my aunt, she, she even she admits like you know there are questions that she has that no one can answer and she doesn't know how she feels about that and so some people may say oh well she's not a good christian right because because of because she admits that right Mm -hmm. um but i don't think that that makes her not a good christian i think that if god didn't want us to think then we wouldn't have developed brains in order to be able to do it. If God didn't want us to be able to understand abstract concepts or to have um, cognitive skills or to be able to like decode and understand complex ideas and philosophy and things like that, then we wouldn't be able, our brains wouldn't be able to have the capacity to be able to do that. So we all know that the brain is the most advanced and complex computer, so to speak, that is on the face of the planet. So why would we have those if not to question, if not to have critical thinking? Like, yeah, but it's just, it's like a major difference. And that, yeah. that was an individual thing. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Auntie because I remember, I still remember that that conversation what we had at your kitchen table, man. We should have been recording then. That, oh that yeah, was- that was my other aunt. Yeah, that was my other aunt. But yeah, oh she, other Auntie. She, okay. Yeah, she she's getting there too. Yeah, she she's there too. She used to be uh, more so leaning towards my uncle's side, but you know, the more and more we had conversations, the more and more you know her her perspective started to she she started to sit that ego to the side some and mm. and we and we were able to have a different uh type of dialogue and it was able to be more expansive and i someone said that i know in my family oh you're converting everyone like i'm not converting anyone i'm i'm just having conversations and mm if they feel as though what I said aligned with them, 
it aligned with them. Like that wasn't, I had no, no nothing, like no, no type of ulterior motive coming into the conversation other than to have a conversation. That was it. That's all. But, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not about recruit. I feel like with spirituality, it's not like about recruitment because we all know that we can't change anyone. People have to change if they want to change or adapt to, you know, whatever it is that they want to adapt to. But that's that for me. That's, that's those are my words of wisdom. That's all I got. Reels. Um, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing else. All of them. I'm sitting there looking at this dip bar that I'm about to work out on, and I'm like, Lord, I'm tired already. Woo. But I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate y'all again. Um, leave us some feedback. Let us know what what your thoughts or opinions on on um faith and what it is and what it means to you and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I will most likely include a poll or a question. 